Hello everybody and welcome back to a new episode of Artist Current. I'm your host Abita Nagy and for today's episode I talked to Daria Shatalova, an artist based in Vienna. She is working on topics of science, contemporary things that are happening and is very much based in numbers and performance art and also transforms these drawings and performances into objects. Uh, we talked about her work on in a number of different ways and I hope you have fun with the episode. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Artist Current. I am here today in a video chat with Darja. Is, is Darja the right pronunciation or? Uh, Daria. Daria. Oh, all right. Daria Shadalova. Mm -hmm. Yes, approximately right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I was a bit buried with, with your name, but uh, yeah, I, I'm glad I'm doing okay. <laughs> And yeah, welcome, uh, welcome, Daria. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. <laughs> mm. uh, where Where are you right now? Uh, I'm in Vienna at my home. Yeah. Yeah, you're based in Vienna as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, originally I'm from Russia, but I moved to different uh, cities, and since six years I'm based in Vienna. Daria is a, I would say, uh, in installation artist mostly, <laughs> and like that's my characterization. You can react to it uh, in a minute, maybe. And she's working a lot with, yeah, also with data and a lot of her work seems like really scientific as, as well and yeah i think you're going to talk about that too and what do you say about this feeling or this broad characterization i just made on your work yeah um i agree with you so one of my uh, like expressions in the in the art world is other installations Uh, but also performances and I usually like to combine both so sometimes I build up an installation in a space but then the process like the working process can be seen like a performance and also drawing uh, plays uh, an important role in my uh, artistic practice so normally all the um, collections of data all my thoughts I write them down uh, in my books Also, I transform them already into graphical visualizations in the books. And then these graphics I translate uh, kind of into the space. So there is also a lot of drawing in the, in the performances and in the installations. So it's really that you connect like different forms of media with each other into your work, like the drawing where you also do your research and in your notebooks and put it down but then you also take this and put it in a performance for example and then you create by the performance also objects a lot of the time and uh, then you have the installation basically could yeah. you put it like that <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's important to understand because if you only like if you see the images of something or like a written description it's Yeah, I think I think uh, talking about it again and reconfirming is always uh, always important as well. Like if you can see it for yourself. What I scratched on is that your and what you also uh, confirmed just now is that your approach a lot of time is really scientific. Like you work with 
data, like you collect a lot of data and work that into art, into art installations. And how did it come to this? Why is like uh, this data that uh, fascinates you? Yeah, so um, previously, before I studied uh, arts in Vienna, I studied also mathematics already in Cologne. And I was uh, always between these two disciplines. Uh, I was always fascinated by mathematics. But for me, it was always clear that I want to be an artist and not a scientist. So for this first uh, studies, somehow I got like the basic input of the science of uh, like mathematics, this uh, kind of knowledge, but more in a personal adapted way into my artistic uh, expression. So all my uh, notations, they're very much based on numbers and somehow Yes, I just developed this passion for numbers and uh, collecting yeah, this, this data in form of numbers and graphics. Why did you start with studying science with math mathematics if you knew that you wanted to be an artist in the end? Yeah, there was a, <laughs> there was a story that first uh, when I lived before in Cologne, I wasn't accepted to the University of Media Arts right after the school and then i decided that maybe um yeah i will do like or i will follow my second passion and uh, maybe it is more secure like financially more secure uh, but during these studies i just realized that uh, i won't be happy with this profession and i will start uh, second studies in arts <laughs> and do finally what i wanted so then i applied for vienna and i got accepted it's nice that you like you also got this perspective again like really searching what to do as a job later i think sometimes if you take a bit of a detour you become more like more sure of your path if it makes sense yes yes and what what would you say is the difference between being an artist and being a scientist then <laughs> Yeah, I think um, in the end there is not so much difference. <laughs> no, uh, for sure there is difference. But what I really like is that, like questioning the significance of uh, science and the reliability of science, because uh, everything that is expressed by numbers and statistics uh, seems to be like the truth. But if we really see how like uh, the history of mathematics went or also other sciences, uh, there is a lot of random things that were suddenly discovered or maybe also in a, like in a hard situation. And because you didn't like the scientist didn't have one thing and then he had to take something else and then he came up with a great idea. So and sometimes there are if if we go back like to the like ground hmm? the foundations or yeah like the what uh, everything is based on so these foundations are in the end also just sought up by someone just to have like a starting point like so the concept of numbers and counting in itself yeah for example there there is like um a conclusion made of some like sentence that was said before, but uh, there must be a beginning and this beginning is just uh, ar arbitrary. 
then you think that that as an artist you like question a certain stance of uh, science as being like unfailable more that it's uh, more possible as an artist to do that yes yeah. you not yeah. yes <laughs> yeah that's that's the point <laughs> why would you think like why why do you think it's more like you can do it more as an artist than as a scientist as a mathematician yeah as an artist i i have more like the freedom of expression and everything that is declared as art has some like some some protection if i declare this thesis as a science then maybe i'm yeah then it's harder for me then i uh, i have to be very precise i have to prove it or but as an artist i'm yeah i'm more flexible i'm like free i'm thinking of one of your works that i uh, looked at that you sent me as well will be featured on the instagram page um it's the one where one of your new works right i have to scroll on my notes there it is it's this Jungte Mengen, it's called, and it's a performance and three people are wearing rings, like looks a little bit like hula hoop rings strapped to the people <laughs> and they're in three different colors, red, uh, yellow and blue, and they are walking the streets and they can be tracked by Google Maps. And why I'm coming to this work is that you're not only questioning like mathematics in your work or statistics but you're uh, questioning also like contemporary yeah usages of in this case data for example could you like talk about this work maybe for a little so yeah the maybe the last year it started already in 2019 but somehow 2020 this topic became very important to me also like the collection of data but in the sense of data that is collected about one person which leads to uh, like to form of surveillance so in this year, it became very uh, obvious that the um, uh, forms of uh, surveillance um, and all this like contact tracing and everything, it uh, it became just like a very important medium in our like society. So then, yeah, this topic became more and more important in my works. Like, what about having people like in your performance, the performers track, do you think uh, speaks to this problem especially? If the performance was the right medium? What, no, why, why it was to you, not if. <laughs> More or less, why, why did you choose to tackle this uh, issue in a performance? More or less. If it doesn't make sense to you, the question that I can just move on. <laughs> I think I got it. So uh, yeah, this topic I expressed in different media. Uh, so, for example, later on, uh, I also made like a video animation with a friend and artist, which uh, had also the same topic, and we made it for an, for an online exhibition. But at this moment, when I decided to do the performance, uh, it was in May. So it was uh, just right after the first lockdown. And uh, in this time, like the... Um, public space became or changed its meaning compared to 2019. So lots of 
people started just meeting like in public space and not in a in a cafe because like the cafes were closed mm, and also like the exhibition places were very uh, yeah first they were closed then they were not so sure how to continue with the program inside the building so uh, we took this chance to make a performance in public space because like the public space was an open stage for us and we could just use it and we didn't have like the restrictions of uh, an exhibition place. Uh, yes, it was really about like fitting into this feeling of the time and also of the possibilities of the time as well, like in a combination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And what's also what I also noticed in your works is that in this one as well that you in one way or another you use maps uh, or you seem to use maps a lot like cat uh, on and cartography was it what is it about maps that draws you to them yeah maps and cartography they play a very important role in my <clears throat> works and I think uh, it is just like a logical conclusion of all the notations that I made and without like when it started, I don't know, 10 years ago when I started uh, with all this data collection and notations, when I visualized everything in the form of uh, graphics, first I didn't see this as a map, but uh, with the time I realized more and more that this like um, graphical visualization is also in a wider sense a map of my like understanding of what is happening mm -hmm. and yeah so i stayed with this topic and for sure i use also maps in a more geographical way but i understand maps also in a wider sense like the maps let's say put different phenomena into an order and visualize them in on a yeah on a plan mm -hmm. so you see them more as a like visualization of information maybe yeah yeah exactly it's interesting because um when you see them in the cartographic sense i was also wondering if you're thinking about like the political dimensions of maps as well because your work often also is a kind of like it goes into the political often and yeah if, uh, if it's also part of why you use maps yeah i i think there are lots of different dimensions of maps and um i like it when a work is like multi-layered and yeah for me uh, that's also why i like for example performances in public space or also installations in public space because then the amount of people who can uh, see the work is much higher than just like the certain people going to the exhibition place and for this it is important that for different people with different backgrounds and uh, also people not connected totally to the art scene there are like different levels in their work so they can still somehow connect to it and see something interesting in in it mm, so it's also in your, in your work again it's also this uh, a political aspect that you choose public spaces a lot to make the art more accessible yeah yeah yeah, yeah and what what you also said about it the art being multi-layered like in a more literal sense you also have multiple layers uh, in a lot of your artworks and work with transparency a lot like you work with 
drawing of lines, but you also work with transparency and thereby creating a certain uh, three dimensionality to these lines. And like also in a literal sense, like not in a way, but they're literally getting three dimensional. Uh, what role does like transparency play for you? Yeah, so uh, first, uh, like all my thoughts uh, started with the notations and the artist books. Uh, and um, there I just developed this principle for me that I used already some not blank paper, but paper on which I drew something or printed something. And then I started over writing this. And I was usually fascinated by the um, like random combinations that uh, come up. So if there is already something on on the paper and I write something on top, then I come to something new. Uh, and then when I decided to translate the notations into space, I was thinking um, which way to do it uh, the best. Uh, and um, yeah, then I decided to work um, a lot with uh, transparent materials like uh, this um, uh, plexiglass um, because then I have again this effect of collage uh, and like the yeah the notations combining to yeah to to a full image but which is always fluent and changing depending on the perspective of the viewer and so it's uh, a lot about these new combinations and creating these new combinations by creating layers as well and the three-dimensionality actually is quite important in that to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What else either is a part of your works uh, or in the sense of when it's connected to performance in this process, uh, but also as a topic sometimes is time and the passage of time. And that also links a lot of your work is this topic. And could you maybe talk about that for a bit? Yeah, when I started working in, in this space, uh, my first yeah, big exhibition was about time uh, and I was very fascinated by this topic because usually we perceive time chronologically. Um, so we have like the events in the past and now we have the present and then we have the future. But then I started realizing that, um, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe this concept is not so right. <laughs> So uh, sometimes some events uh, from the past seem so close or so present and then something which just happened yesterday can be, seems like so far away and sometimes, yeah, also like just uh, then I came up with this idea that maybe time has not the, the shape of a line but uh, of, a, of a space. That that's uh, time is also three dimensional, and then I yeah tried to express this idea in in the installation that I made, and out of this came up uh, new works dealing also with the time, like the three dimensional form of time, and then when I continued uh, with other topics, like when I came up to more let's say to maps and surveillance or whatever so then time still stayed so time is just so present uh that yeah even if i have a bigger topic then still it is it stays connected to time so it's really uh, present also in your thoughts like as a concept like time as a concept how time could look 
in a way. Yeah. So there's a lot of different layers, but they're connecting. Um, I think they're all connecting on a, a somehow on an equal level. I think like nothing overpowers the other, and they're more like interlinking uh, with each other. And what also, <laughs> also in some way, uh, like in a more subtle way, that they're also all yeah related to some like to the political sphere and. Yeah, and you also talked about like the accessibility and stuff, and what? Yeah, it's also again maybe a strange question in a way, but um, leads you to this to these topics uh, that are political. For, but, for me, it's uh, it's interesting interesting to hear that. Uh, also, you see all these political layers in my works. In the yeah, like in the first sense i don't i i never say that my work is political because uh, somehow i for me it's a bit um hard and position my to position myself exactly where what is like my this one uh, thing that i want to express in a political sense and that's why i keep i like to keep the work more open uh but sure is a my works um, are always like a reaction to what is happening around me. So yeah, in this way, they are always also political in a sense. Yeah, so that by your works being really about the contemporary and uh, also maybe n not reaction would be a too short of a word for it, I think, but like that you're working the contemporary and what is around you uh, like and in the society into your work that it like automatically becomes political without you really wanting to make a statement maybe yeah yeah i i mean i i, I don't want to make uh, just one stable uh, statement that is yeah because i i usually have the approach that everything is <laughs> more fluent and can be seen from different perspectives. So yeah, that's why I don't want to make this one political statement, but for sure, um, I express also political issues in my work. Do you have your artist su uh, suggestions for the page? And uh, and before that, and so uh, do you want to plug anything or do you have anything coming up or any publications, exhibitions, etc.? Yeah, so now with the... Um, with the uh, second lockdown, uh, two of my exhibitions uh, got cancelled, but we will do them in 2021. So I'm looking very much forward. Uh, the next project will be in Vienna. It will be, uh, yeah, also a combination of a performance and an installation. And uh, this time uh, it deals with, the, yeah, it's also the visualization of data but they're very personal data so it's uh, about how how long my partner and me talked on the phone <laughs> for two years <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, and uh, the visualization we will be more in um, in the setting of a laboratory so this time i'm going more to to uh, like the area of chemistry <laughs> uh, yeah and then there are other projects uh, coming up um, 
Yeah. Uh, and one thing, this is still uh, within the lockdown. Oh, oh no, it's uh, after the lockdown, but we made it online. So there um, should have been the art book day at the Mumok uh, Museum in Vienna. And uh, now it also went online with a few um, artists and publishers. So next Thursday, I will be presented in the Mumok blog with my artist books. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy about this. Um, so uh, the three artists that I want to suge uh, suggest are three friends of mine who are living here also in uh, Vienna. The first one is uh, Aksana Smichevskaya. She's a painter. The second one uh, is uh, Georgi Melnikov. Uh, he works um, he's, he works as a curator, galleries, but uh, also as an artist with ceramics mostly. Mm, and the third one uh, is Janina Marinova. Uh, she mostly works with yeah print, uh, graphical print, and uh, drawings. It's nice. Then I will look forward to talking to them. And thank you so much for taking the time and talking with me. And yeah, we will see each other around, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks to you. Thanks for the super interesting questions. <laughs> This was everything for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, maybe hit that follow button or something similar and check out our Instagram page. And we will have Daria's work featured on our Instagram, Instagram page as well in the next couple of days. And I have also linked always where you can find uh, Daria's work on, in the, on the interwebs in the description so you can check it out there and yeah let's meet again soon for another episode bye bye